Totes Recall. Welcome to Totes Recall, <laughs> the podcast where we talk about a movie we barely remember or don't remember. And we haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, watch that movie while eating pizzas and salads and come back after that experience of watching the movie and reflect on what we got right and wrong about the movie, our life, the world at large. My name is Dan. This is Molly. I'm also Dan. And I'm Beth. And our movie, this episode, a very special episode, um, this month is Respect Listener Opinions Month, which means this movie was uh, nominated and then voted upon and won that vote by our listeners, which we have chosen to respect this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie is Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Wow. Which came up from behind. Yeah. Because for a long time, uh, it was going to be clueless which i thought would have been a hilarious counterpoint to doing clue mm. last year whoa right yeah. oh. at the last moment it was a clear winner yeah mm-hmm. if if people like the horse race clue uh <laughs> early on jumped to the lead after a very early start by oh, wait Lord can of the you Rings. can you summarize this as uh, the announcer for a horse race uh, how, do, how do, is he like a auctioneer kind of uh, yeah, yeah okay oh and we've got little rings fellowship of the ring on first oh but here comes clue is way <laughs> Out in front, followed quickly by Wayne's World and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's a dead heat between Who Framed Roger Rabbit, uh, Wayne's World, and Clueless. But Clueless is in the lead. Clueless is in the lead. Here comes the final lap. Here we go. Oh, and a stunning shot. Who Framed Roger Rabbit jumps to the lead. What a final finish. Oh, God. I spent my whole friggin' mortgage on Wayne's World. Oh, rope has broken a leg and is being put down off stage. What? Rope got like no votes. Yeah. Well, I like rope. Or maybe punch up the jam. Something got like zero, even though it got nominated. I like rope. I've well, never seen it. None of our listeners do. I just took a picture of the screen, but I can just do a screenshot. <laughs> uh, for the listeners, we are using many different technological uh, tools at once to try to recreate the experience of sitting around a table in other Dan's basement. And I think we're doing okay. I think we're doing great. Yeah. Uh, behind <laughs> the scenes. One hour set up. One hour set up. <laughs> behind the scenes, Dan moment, I was more thrown than I deserved to be by uh, not watching us go around in the gallery view in the order <laughs> I expected. Like we're not sitting at the table in the grid. Can you drag order. and drop the, the I videos? I don't think we can. I don't, know. I don't think we can change that. It's too late now. Uh, you know, this podcast is about who framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, um, right. Just this episode. Remember? Oh, yeah, just this episode. Oh, oh that yeah, that'd be a very different podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Deep dive. <laughs> like a whole series. Okay. So, who framed Roger Rabbit? I don't remember the year, but I was uh, old enough to be cynical. You were what? <laughs> I put a bet of 1989. Um, based on it, me being in ninth grade, that seems ooh, the most cynical of grades. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I and what I remember is it was my first awareness of the hypersexualization of a character. In, yes, um, <laughs> it's got that. Is it Rhonda Rabbit? What's her name? No. <laughs> yes, no, is that <laughs> a bad? Yeah, like, write it down. Okay, Rhonda, yeah, Rhonda I mean, Rabbit. Rhonda Rabbit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. 
it's just being so hypersexualized for yeah. no reason. Well, and well, that made me grumpy and all the hype made me grumpy. And I remember sure. seeing it in theaters with my family and just like full arms crossed across the chest, just hating it. Mm, yeah. But maybe it's better than I remember. I loved this no? movie as a kid. Really? I also loved it. And I, I saw this in theaters. Oh, um, braggy. As a, as a small child. And I remember being absolutely terrified. Maybe the scaredest I have ever been in a movie theater. Doom. Uh, oh. well, spoiler alert, uh, Christopher Lloyd's eyeballs turn into animated daggers. Oh, yeah. And Doom, shoot is, out. Doom is fucking yeah. terrifying. I mean, as soon as you said... Uh, that you were terrified. I knew exactly what you were yeah. talking about. I also about. knew, yeah. I got up, turned around, and put my head into my movie theater seat. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't handle. That. What's that? I've seen your son do that. I was just oh, going to yeah. say that. Yeah, he I was going to say, like, oh, there's, there's a genetic. Yeah, yeah, there's a genetic memory yeah. there. Because I have definitely <laughs> seen your son make that same move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was terrified. But I, I loved it. It was, yeah, it was like a cartoon, but but like dirty it's a noir film with cartoons yeah I mean, not i mean molly's shaking her head dirty yes it is sexually dirty and jessica rabbit is a real sex pot and maybe oh. that's the point but also like it, yeah it's like a noir it's like gritty it's like a gritty cartoon like gritty for it's a children's very, movie it's bananas um this is gonna be one of those movies where yeah it's gonna be it's sort of like the austin powers discussion where it's like in the process of satirizing something it is also doing that thing and it's like whether it succeeds on walking that line or not is going to be i guess like a, your mileage may vary sort of situation because like jessica rabbit is absolutely hypersexualized because that is her entire purpose as a like as a from in terms of a cartoon character right like as a tune she is just like supposed to be like the sexy femme fatale of a noir story and she's like the most absurd caricature of that possible but at the yeah. same time, like it's still like this weird hypersexualized cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's like a lot of people are still um, quite aroused. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I felt like every single preview had that line that I'm not bad, I'm just drawn that way. Which is a pretty good line, you got to admit. I guess so. Yeah, that's good. Uh, wow, I didn't even think about it. But yeah, that's like, does it play on themes then of like we're locked into what we're created? Is Oh, man, is that is that a commentary on like this is the world the patriarchy has created and Jessica Rabbit can't literally can't present herself in a different way because she's controlled by animators. Whoa. Are we high right now? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, That's a possibility. I mean, I, yes, but um, I don't know if they thought about that at the time, but write your grad paper. <laughs> yeah. All I remember about this movie is that my mind was blown that like Bugs Bunny right. and Mickey Mouse are oh, in yeah. the same movie. Oh yeah, are they? Oh, is that true? This is yeah, like that it, was it's like, like the, all of the things. Yeah, this is a cross studio like legal ex legal nightmare extravaganza. <laughs> wow. Well, who made it though? Um, I think that was Warner Brothers. I think Warner Brothers technically produced the movie, and then they got like a Molly's bet. Warner's Brothers. Let's keep it spicy. Warner's, the Warner's Brothers. The Warner's. I mean, Brothers. it is spicy <laughs> that you made up a studio. <laughs> <laughs> but the brothers that Disney Plus owns it now because that's how I'm going to watch it. <laughs> oh, interesting. I, I, I was going to say it'd be so easy now because Disney owns everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just throw in some Winnie the Pooh characters. No but problem. they don't know. Do they own double the WB? The WB? No. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. That's a uh, uh, Warner Media. Oh, because yeah. AT and T bought <laughs> oh. all that stuff. Yeah. Not Warner's Media. Warner's Media. 
Okay. All right. Sometimes I add an S. That's fine. Um, I'm pretty sure, uh, Molly, you can confirm this when you inevitably hate this movie and start reading Wikipedia, but I'm pretty sure that uh, part of the agreement was that Bugs and Mickey have the same amount of screen time. I believe it. I think that was actually part of the agreement. Uh, Molly, you said 89 for this. I wanted to say 91. So now Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think how, what age would I be that scared? (laughs) Nine seems a little old to be that, that scared, but I'm going to go with my gut and say 91. Fair. That would have put me, that would put me in 11th grade range, which is super cynical. So Mm -hmm. that works. Yeah. I'm going to say, say, oh, that's what I was going to say. You can both say 90. No, that's stupid. I'm going to say 88. Wow. Wow. Um, Beth, did you see it in a theater or what was your? No. Well, if it came out in 89, I was born. (laughs) You definitely watched it opening night. I mean, you were at. Maybe my parents went to go see it. Maybe it's not in utero. You were at Grauman's Chinese Theater. And um, is that even the right theater? Um, Did I say that right? Who cares? Who's the the guy that's in it? It's like a guy in a. Oh, yeah. Uh, That was a jetpack, but that's not what I meant. Like a Bob. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. There you go. He was in another thing that I liked him in when I was a kid. Sure. The um, Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> is he like friends with Bugs Bunny? Like is Bugs Bunny his partner in crime? What? It's Roger I, Rabbit. I, uh, IRL? <laughs> it's Roger Rabbit. In real life, in real life, they're roommates. In real life, Bob Hoskins and Bugs Bunny were roommates for like 10 years. Yeah. When they were just starting out. Yeah, right. It's like Meryl Streep and um, Sigourney Weaver. Is that true? Really? Yeah, they went to school together. They're like best buds. Oh. Yeah. Wait, maybe we talked about this. We might have talked about this. What a fun duo. I think it's great. What okay. did I just watch that with Here's my question. What is he being framed for? Oh, murder. Oh, murder. Yeah. Murder oh. of who? Jessica Mom. Rabbit. Right? No. No, she's no, she oh. she fatal. It's uh she's, it's she's maybe having an affair. Yeah, and she also is maybe accused of murder. Oh. Like she's okay, a prime so suspect. Roger Rabbit is framed. Bob Hoskins, his friend from college, needs sure. to help him out to yep. get out of murder. Wait, yep. there are two cops? Private Let her finish. Or a friend. I'm sorry. Uh, um, then there's a there's a whole. They go to Toontown or whatever. Yeah. Right? Do you think at one point one of them says, "Don't worry about a jacket, Toontown"? God, I hope I so. Yes. God, I hope okay. so. But. That's bold bet they say that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I saw this as a kid and have not seen it since, and I don't remember anything about it. Awesome. Except for Christopher... Lloyd. What's his name? Lloyd, Lloyd. is very scary in the movie, and he's, he's a bad guy. He's, he's actually a tune in a man's body. Spoiler alert. Oh. It's erased at the end somehow, like all the ink gets... Oh, into yeah, a vat of ink. Yeah, they got a they got a thing that kills tunes. It's like oh. the dip acid, the dip. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh. there's a, Molly. There's a scene you're gonna hate a lot. Oh yeah, you are. Where they take some adorable tune shoes and straight up murder them. Yep. <laughs> what? Yep. Why? Just strap in for that. Yeah. Because Doom is <laughs> like a tune exterminator. Oh. And he's got little, he's got little weasel buddies. Yeah. Exterminator. Uh, nice. Very good. <laughs> well, what? Um. Okay. Here's. Thank you. Thank you. I remember one scene from this movie, and one scene only, because actually, when I think about it too hard, I start to think of the, 
the Dick Tracy movie with um, oh Annette yeah, Benning and Bernie Bernie Sanders Warren. Yeah, yeah. Bernie Warren, Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty, Warren Beatty. Beatty. Madonna. So, and I just picture a, gr- a yellow PT cruiser, and I know that is not this movie. Anyway, the mm-hmm. one scene that I can remember very clearly is they get Roger Rabbit to reveal where he's hiding by doing the first part of a uh, shave and a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. And they do it over and over again. And he just oh, yeah. can't help but come out for the two pence. Yeah. And he explodes out of the walls in this diner. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Pretty I'm fun. excited for a diner scene. <laughs> oh, I'm excited to talk about all the green screen direction that probably happened. I assume George Lucas yes. uh, directed this one. Oh, well, I mean, at least they got at least hired out. He like outsourced his page to help them out. Yeah. This pretty is sure. somewhere between Howard the Duck and uh, American Graffiti. I'm pretty sure this is the wow. next. I think this is the next. <laughs> Dan's bet, Zemeckis. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they were probably I, friends, right? I'm wondering, like, which tunes are going to show up. Oh, hey, that's fun. By the way, this is the second movie that we've watched with some Looney Tunes action. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Space Jam? Third. The third movie. What? What's the other it one? Popped oh, up yeah, in Gremlins, Gremlins has two. Oh, what? wow! Who knew Genius. that Looney Tunes would be a totes Looney Tunes recall? More like, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yep, yep. Wow. yep, definitely <laughs> more like that. Post. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go because we're recording the Zoom calls. So you can see my face. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, oh, uh. <laughs> my favorite part was when. Uh, <laughs> The tune came to the tunes recall. Am I right? <laughs> Very good joke. Everyone else says. <laughs> this is Dan. We just each other's company. Just like hours of laughter. <laughs> yeah, Beth just recuts the entire oh, episode, wow. so we're just flattering her the whole time. Wow, Beth, you are so. Sm- <laughs> I love your jokes. Beth. <laughs> oh my God. Wasn't it funny when Beth <laughs> said. <laughs> there you go. Something for the editing bay. Yay. <laughs> so who framed Roger Rabbit is what we're talking about. Yes. Um, I also you, remember. I think framed Roger Rabbit real quick. Oh, I guess Christopher Lloyd. I don't really remember the plot. I just remember some cool things that I wish I had. One, that hole you could put anywhere. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, that's cool. And and there's like a there's like a suave sword. Yep. A suave he, sword? It's like a lounge singer sword that he pulls okay. out, thinks he's gonna fight someone with, and it just starts crooning. Mm-hmm. And maybe oh, it's just yeah. Elvis. I thought it was Sinatra. Okay, so oh. an Elvis sword? Are you betting I'm Elvis? Elvis? I'm saying yeah. Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm saying sounds not fun. Oh, Molly's bet not gonna like that sword. Oh, <laughs> wow, what's wrong with that sword? Just, I hate it already. I hate everything about this movie. Oh my god, <laughs> you're not even giving the weird jokes a, a chance. Hey, teenage Molly, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, Sport sorry, years. sorry, you were so mad about everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm in college. I don't have time for. Movies that have cartoons in them. I hope I wasn't in college I had to go by on then. A, oh yeah, eleventh grade. <laughs> oh right. Oh, if only. Yeah, I bet I had to Tony go. Tony Motorcycle would parents. ask me out. <laughs> Tony <laughs> Motorcycle. <laughs> 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 um, 
I was gonna say something. Oh, um, Bechtel Wallace test is the bet we often do on this show. Yes. I can think of Jessica Rabbit. I can think of no one else. I I'm guessing Dan's bad. There has to be other women cartoons. There's right? so many cartoons yeah. in this, right? Betty Boop. Yes. Betty Boop's oh. in it. Maybe. But I don't know if she talks to another I, lady. Molly's bet, first of all, is that the ratio of male to female characters is gonna be ooh, I'm gonna say five to one. I would Pretty do that. Right. Yeah. Including and, the cartoons. I don't want to kill oh, yeah. those. Yeah. Well, we'll just get a sense. Okay. And then um, secondary bet. I don't think it's going to pass. Mm, maybe it will. Okay. Like- you know what? I'll be spicy. I think it's going to pass the Bechtel Wallace test by the hair, hair of its chins. No. Nope. Yep. Chinny chin chin. Yeah. By the hair of its chin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Three little pigs might be in this movie too, honestly. Yep. <laughs> so. might be. And if yeah. they're ladies, we're really on to something. The pigs? Yeah, that would be oh, great. Why be can't fun. they be girls? I don't know. Then they get consumed. I guess the one defeats the wolf. <sighs> okay. Yeah, that's probably I the think woman. Eddie, Eddie is the, de- <laughs> the human detective, by the way. Uh, I think Eddie has like a lady friend. Oh, does he got like a like a wife? I don't know if she's his wife. It's sort of like somebody's like my wife doesn't approve of that. I think it's more. Uh, Jessica Rabbit's too sexy for my wife. I think it's more. That's really good, Bob. Yeah. I think it's more like, oh, Eddie, when are we going to get married? And she's oh, like, oh, I'm yeah. too broken. I'm a broken detective and I can't love or something. Oh, that sounds I'm right. Like that. She's like yeah. a diner gal. Yeah, I think she works so. at the diner. She might work at the diner, actually. Congrats, bad. She works at the diner. Nice. Um, so there's a chance she talks to somebody. I don't know. She could either talk to Jessica Rabbit, or sorry, Rhonda Rabbit, or Betty Boop, or <laughs> somebody yeah, else. I, re- I remember being, um, God, I think this, I think this movie might have been a real. I don't want to say sexual awakening because I don't want to hear the groans. It's <laughs> uh, something like that. Like uh-huh. this is like an early movie, like seeing like sexual actors, like like Jessica Rabbit is having an affair, and there's like. Taking pictures, someone's taking though? pictures through the window. She oh. like, she's always got like saxophone music, the sexiest instrument, as we all know. <laughs> um, and I was somewhere between six and nine. Sure. And this is what we're teaching, little boys. I probably didn't get the satire if it exists in this movie. Right. <laughs> yeah, that is how we know that it is a noir, though. Is the sexy tr- or sexy saxophones, sexy or trumpet? We'll see. Sex. There is a um a wind instrument or a horn instrument. What are the more like horny instruments, right? Yes, Molly. You you are right. You are right. Horny sax. Horny (laughs) section. Um I hope they just float on by. (laughs) (laughs) No, we gotta we gotta drill a bit to the ground. Okay, I saw this movie. Uh, like, I really liked this movie as a kid, so I've seen it a bunch. So I probably remember most of it. So I'm very curious if you guys are, if there's anything else you guys are want to firmly bet on. Um, I bet there's a talking car. Like okay. they drive around a car Fun. that has a face. Great, great bet. Yeah, and like the grill is the mouth. Yeah, it rears up. Yeah, yeah. that seems right. The reveal into Toontown is fun. Like at the end, they they bash down a wall in a warehouse, and then it's like fully Toon Land. Yeah, because Lloyd's gonna kill them all. 
God, this movie's yeah, dark. dark. He's yeah. like going full genocide. Yeah, oh, it's also he definitely gets flattened, right? Oh yeah. Doesn't he get steamrolled? Yes. Oh, I mean, that's right. That's a good bet. I think that's what happens. I think I think that they're like, oh no, he's a bad guy, and then he gets steamrolled, and then they're like, he's dead because he's a human. Right. But then he like reinflates oh, like a cartoon, oh. and that's how they find out he's actually a cartoon. Mm-hmm. That's very mm. cool, Beth. Solid bet. It's not what it is. It should be. You know, they should have called me. I was um, uh, probably in utero, yep. but I have I had these ideas for a Even long them. time. Even them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this, uh, I think you'll all enjoy the fact that this movie is uh, like part of the like evil dudes, like toon genocide is firmly based in capitalism. Oh, uh, he's got the condos I can't, or shopping mall. Uh, it's something I don't remember, but it's definitely like an homage to Chinatown, where it's like they're just—he's trying to take control of like certain elements of LA to like for progress or whatever. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. God, I don't know how to feel about this movie. I'm like excited for uh, it because I liked it a lot as a kid, and there's a lot of things that sound great, and I feel like it's for sure gonna disappoint me. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> you'll find it charming. I think it's going to be similar to how I felt about Space Jam, where I was like, Space Jam was great. It's so great. And then we watched it and I was like, oh, that's just <laughs> so boring. And like, wow, they are cartoons. This one has an actual story, though, to be fair. Yeah. How how early in uh, putting cartoons into actual movies was this? Like when I saw it, it felt revolutionary, but I was like was. a small child. I mean, Mary Poppins came out way before this movie. Uh, yeah, but this is like this was supposed to be a super big movie. deal. It was, yeah, it was a huge deal because it was like throughout the movie, and they had to, you know, they had to like kind of dynamically shade the tunes to make it seem like they were present in these very specific real life locations. Whereas Mary Poppins, they oh were right, because the trench coat guy throttles Roger Rabbit. Yeah, that's like, what they kept showing is him throttling the air, right? Yeah, like Eddie especially like interacts with the tunes pretty heavily. So it's just kind of impressive that it's like, oh shit, it's is he? Did he get like? Did he like screw up and he's got a a bad beat now? I think he might be a PI. I don't even know if he's a. Oh, is he days away from retirement? I hope so. God, I hope so. He's definitely an alcoholic. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, for sure. I also really remember Roger Abbott's line of. Oh, I'm gonna yeah, hate Roger Rabbit. Right. Molly's bet. I'm gonna hate Roger Rabbit. He's gonna be like the I think he's uncharming yeah. Ferris Bueller to I me. Think he's supposed to be kind of hateable. Yeah, he's oh, supposed to be really? incredibly manic and annoying because he's a cartoon yeah. character. Yeah, I think he's like maybe even like we talked about how Bugs Bunny was a psycho. Yeah, yeah. Jaquette's bet. Roger Rabbit is kind of like yeah, Bugs Bunny is a psycho. Here's a different rabbit. That's like more obviously a psycho, but he's doing similar things to bugs. I want to see if that pans out. He's yeah. yeah. I mean, part of the, a big part of the movie is the dynamic between like, again, sort of like the contrast between like Eddie, who's this very like stereotypical noir character being partnered up with like this insane, like, yeah, like Looney Tunes character. And they have to like have this very noir esque adventure together, even though his partner is like, yeah, this like, hyperactive rabbit that makes weird noises all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's his part. Well, like they're teaming up cause they got to solve the case. Yeah. 
Who did frame okay. Roger Rabbit, you see, is the case. I don't know. That's the case. Yeah. Love a movie with punctuation in the title. <laughs> sure. Sure. Oh, uh, Molly's bet animated opening. Great. Great. <laughs> bold. Yeah. Very bold. Love that. Uh, Molly, what should we what should we rate this in? Uh, Steamrolled tunes. Wow. Oh. I have no questions about that. Yeah, it's pretty clear. Is it tunes like T-O-O-N-S or T-U-N-E-S? Oh, uh, T-O-O-N-S. Like Thank the you. new name of this podcast. Right. Is it, tunes, is it tunes in human suits or just regular tunes? You know, I feel like it's just regular tunes. Okay. Because that encompasses the whole. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. No, Very thank good. You. Thanks for the clarification. It's good. Dan, uh, what do you think? Okay. I'm going to. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely worried that this movie is going to be terrible and not hold up at all. But I'm going to be bold and say five tunes because wow. I loved it when I was a kid. And also, I'm my job is basically to be counter Molly whenever she hates something. So I'm just <laughs> trying to lean into that early on this episode. Mm-hmm. Five tunes. Fair. Nice. Beth. Yes. Um, I'm not gonna like it. It's like <laughs> no way. I'm not, gonna be, I'm not gonna be. I guess I'm not gonna be bored by it. So I'm gonna say two, two tunes. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say four. I I I think I'll still like it a lot, but some of the shine will have worn off, and I'll see the turd underneath. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right. You can't sure. shine a turd. What's that saying? Yeah, so Polish you're a turd. Just taking that into a yeah. whole other level. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. saying like, but I was. I guess I mostly can. So what you're, you're saying like, you yeah. enjoyed the turd of the child, but now it's been out in the rain and the sun for years, and now you're going to come back to him and be like, oh, okay. this is just a turd. Yeah, just a little of the shine is worn. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm ready Molly? to do mine. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you, listeners. Um, I do respect your opinion, not only this oh, month, right. but every month. Oh, very and good point. Thank you. I listeners. don't want to like totally disparage your selection for us unless you picked it to torture us, in which case I, I think we're doing a pretty good job so far. Yeah. I mean, um, considering I'm you haven't even watched a- the movie. <laughs> I know, and I'm already like mad about it. I am going to be loyal to my teenage self and give it a one. Wow. And I'm oh. going to hope. Oh, this is my Molly's bet. Dan and I will trade Ooh, ratings. Wow. By the end. Ooh. Wait, which Dan? That be fun. Yeah, which Dan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, also Dan. Yeah. Okay, great. So Dan's going to go down to a one and you're going to go to a five? Yes. Wow. God. wow. I mean, I don't think that's really going to happen, but it's optimistic. And I it mean, makes me feel who knows? Strategy. I mean, there's a chance that like I'll suddenly be flooded with memories of like watching this like two hours before my parents announced their divorce. And it's just like this <laughs> no. pure no. Cut trauma. And you'll be so happy, Molly. You'll have to give it a five. Yeah. No. You're just living for the drama. <laughs> the divorce well. drama. Ooh, I love it. That's what you'll be saying. Yeah. Stick it right into my vein. Long-time listeners. Me, Molly Chase. <laughs> New listeners, I don't actually delight in the divorce of my co-host parents. Um, but it's a bit now, and we just have to go with it. Yeah. Check out our past episodes at totesrecall.com. and with that we're gonna press pause go watch who framed roger rabbit and we'll be right back um um, uh, uh, um, 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 um,
we just watched one hour and 43 minutes of some very acceptable movie uh, with lots of, well, animation for sure. Yes. Some violence, weird sex, and (laughs) I don't know. There was some interesting stuff. Uh, Anyway, we're back. Yeah, we are. Sure are. Uh, right at the top, there was no actual sex in this movie. We should probably be clear about that. There was no what? There was no actual sex in this movie. No. Oh, no one well, or it was no, implied. No creature had sex with each other in the movie. That we saw. That we saw. We'll get to it. <laughs> um, before, I mean, Molly's slight editorializing was almost a 60 second summary, um, but we'll still do beloved segment. Oh, for sure. 666. Um, I'll, I'll do, do it. it. Oh. oh, you go ahead. Okay, are great. you ready? Uh, oh yeah, give me uh, that clock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready, go. It's the forties, I think. Um, <laughs> and we got uh, Bo- Ooh, no, no, oh no, 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 I know how it starts. We got uh, Roger Rabbit. <laughs> we see that he is a cartoon, and then reveal he's an actor in a cartoon. Cartoons are actors too. Dot com. Then there's Bob <laughs> Hoskins. I think he's oh he's meeting with the cartoon exec. Cartoon execs like go spy on Roger Rabbit. I can't remember why. Thirty. He seconds. goes. And uh, Jessica Rabbit, who's very sexy, uh, is playing patty cake with Mr. Acme, who is a goof. And Roger <laughs> Rabbit gets crazy. Mr. Acme gets killed. Then Christopher Lloyd's there, and he's a judge who can execute people on the spot. <laughs> uh, Ten then, seconds. Oh, a lot of mystery. Uh, capitalism. Boo. <laughs> Uh, Christopher Lloyd's a tune. He's scary. In the end, Bob Hoskins saves time, 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 time. Laughter. Yay. Wow. wow. You really. Pretty good. That was the best yeah. one you've Sweet done. Time. I, thank you. Thank you, Molly. As I was going, I was like, yeah. this is too long in the intro. I better get off here. And then yeah. it was better. Hey, with E.T., you spent like your first 40 seconds describing treats. Yeah. It's, so almost like, it's almost like you were on a uh, like small town municipal road. And didn't hmm. have the freedom uh, to speed along the freeway. The freeway. Yeah, on and off and on and off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns out the plot was about a freeway. Yeah, which Progress I guess is perfection. very LA. I bet that it's uh, very not really about a freeway. It's about like, uh, like an entrance ramp. Yeah, a Cloverly. That's true, that's and I guess stops. it's really about genocide. <laughs> kind of, I mean, yeah. Honestly, I mean, yeah, it is. Like, like it's, it's about like relocating yeah. native people to make way. <laughs> I mean, not even relocating. Oh, yeah. Like, actually right, exterminate Right, just straight them. up, like, yeah. spraying tunes with acid. Yeah. For progress. For the sake of progress. I have a question about this. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. when the... Okay. When... Okay, how does Toontown work? Because if they're like, <laughs> we're going to put a freeway through Toontown. But Toontown mm-hmm. is made out of cartoons. Yeah. So, like, when they... Like spray in theory. Let's say he got what he wanted, and yep. he sprayed like that um, dip. The dip or whatever all over Toontown. Yep. What would be revealed? Is it like nothing? Land? It would be empty land. So it, but what like human land? Yeah. Just open land. I mean, yeah. it wouldn't be like a cartoon uh, land. No, because the cartoon land would also get erased. You guys, it's laid out so clearly. <laughs> So there's like <laughs> dirt 
underneath like yes. yeah. cartoon hills. You think wait, yeah. are you saying you think that are you saying you think Toontown goes all the way to the core? Well, I mean it, You think it was, Toontown was is like established in Space Jam. What? The tunes <laughs> live in the this core is of the a Earth. Completely different universe. Okay. Tunes no, and no, people what, what coexist. That, like, okay, if you if you erased Roger Rabbit, like yep. a, like a real rabbit doesn't like emerge from behind him. Right. So like oh. if you erased a mountain that was made out of cartoons, yeah. like a real mountain isn't going to be behind. Yeah, exactly. Like, it would so just be how like easy would be to build a freeway there? On which to build so a freeway? Like, like blank nothingness. It'd be waste. Yes. It'd be wasteland. How? But there'll be a base of earth under it. It would be like the Las mantle. Vegas. There wasn't like a chunk Before. of earth that wasn't there, and then. Our Acme was like, and RK Maroon were like, oh, I know, we'll draw the rest of the planet. So, you're, so somebody just came in and drew landscape over landscape. Correct. Yes. And that's how Toontown was born. I'm guessing yep. it was just an empty plot of land on the studio city of LA, and they were just like, oh, we'll just put the tunes here. It's a tune ghetto. Oh, they're, so they're still created in this world? It seems like it, right? I mean, there's Why a lot of implications that, that they are. Well, and it also seems like they never die except the bad guys from Laughter, which I guess we should talk about later. But, like, Betty Boop is hanging in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is. So, I mean, they might boy. be in just, like, some weird tune heaven somewhere. Like, it's maybe that, well, like, floating over L.A. or something. Yeah, the oh, weasels turned into ghosts. Oh. <laughs> I feel like sometimes we make a comment that just erases Jaquette's brain. And it just like he's mid sentence, and then he just gives up. <laughs> I was just I was wondering if we had answered Beth's question. I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like okay, yeah. There's land underneath Toontown. Yeah, that's that the they answer. built Toontown in. They so they they built a town out of illustrations. Paint. Yeah. They're all made of paint. What about, like, the I don't. I don't. I don't understand how how cartoons are made in this world. <laughs> It's magical realism, you guys. You're in the weeds. You're too in the weeds on this. Like our, uh, how does the, how does a baby tune get made? Uh, well, I mean, once clearly, it's made, it never ages. Yeah, they just get drawn that way, and then they have to deal with that forever. By who? An animator. By our I don't creator. know. Okay. Okay. Well, this is going to get in some turtles all the way down territory. Whoa! I don't know what that is. You don't like know what the that turtles is? that hold up the earth. Yep. No, the Ninja Turtles. It's no. Yeah, they're in the sewer. <laughs> they're in the <laughs> sewer. Yeah. All right. Why weren't there Ninja Turtles in this? They're cartoons. Um, I don't they're know, cartoons. cause cause what's his name and other what's his name maybe didn't want to license the rights to him. Dan Eastman. I thought it was and shut up, nerds. Let's just say shut up, oh, nerds, right now. Oh, let's just go ahead and say this was made in 1988. Let's say yeah. that. Uh, Dan Linden is, was correct. Boom, 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 boom. Beth, you which weren't even alive. No. Nope. Yep. Wow. This cartoon was born before me. Wow, wow. drawn. Before I was drawn into existence. <laughs> 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 and my eyeballs pop out. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Knives. Wild. So I was six I was years in, old. Six Go years ahead, old. Bob. I was in eighth grade. So Ooh, I was that's also very cynical. Yeah. yeah. Which was not a great time to go watch a movie with your parents. Like any movie, really. Yeah. Anything. No. Or no, anything. But that yeah. explains why I was so grumpy because I enjoyed watching it this time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should we just dive into the things that you thought were going to make you grumpy and whether I mean, or not I you thought, were? 
Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, I thought that Roger Rabbit was going to be super annoying. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he's not unannoying, but he's also very sincere and sweet. Like he's supposed to be annoying, but they don't like, I feel like they don't overdo it most of the Mm -hmm. time. Right. He's yeah. He's got some real banana me. Is that? Yeah, Yeah. sure. (laughs) Great. He's supposed to be just like cuckoo bananas. Yeah, well, yeah, I was trying to make Bunny and Humanity come together. I, uh, <laughs> I apologize. Too long to figure out what you were. Um, that was not. I apologize for one. completely misinterpreting what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I didn't say it with enough confidence. Um, I I really appreciated and also didn't remember at all his speech about why laughter is important. Oh, like the foundational mm-hmm. philosophy of Roger Rabbit. Yeah, because yeah. he's in being a goof to the bar folk, mm-hmm. uh, which is irresponsible. I agree with Bob Hoskins. Um, <laughs> but then he's like, also, like, people got to laugh or else what's the point, kind right. of? Yeah. Um, and, uh, hey, we do a comedy yeah. podcast, I right? agree. <laughs> we are, we are uh, you could say that we are floating around on the internet, smashing our heads with plates yeah, uh, yep. for, to entertain some drunks in a bar just trying to make it in this world and a cowboy and a cowboy <laughs> oh that cowboy was great there's a really uh since we brought it up uh by we ABB, there's a great cowboy that's oh in the God. dive bar does he even have a line out. i don't think so i don't think fringy fringy to hell on his vest amazing and i like to think and that pretty... he just showed up that day just like that yeah, pretty stoic, but then gets into it. When what I love about it is like it's it's not really it's not clear if that uh, bar, restaurant, diner thing is like that close to the studios. Because like if it was right next to the studio, he'd be like, oh, sure. He's like in a cowboy show and he's just coming off of work. But no, I don't. I think he just dresses that way. <laughs> think about like what Prince did for all of us by okay. being Prince, right? Once Prince exists, mm-hmm. anything that you do is not that big. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. Like, like he created all this stuff out of nothing and wears like amazing clothes and does amazing things. And so right. what? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you buy a sports car? <laughs> oh, are you wearing a hoodie that's orange instead of gray? Yeah. Like it just gives you permission. I so like it. That I, is, you're right. I, think, I should think about that. Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Oh, the role yeah. of Roger Rabbit. I yeah. thought this was the cowboy the whole time. Oh, okay. And well, no, that's what I'm saying. Is the cowboy is like sees Roger Rabbit right. yep, and is like, you know what? I want to dress like a cowboy, and it's not that weird. Yeah, I, I completely I get permission to be my full self. I'm completely on board with this, Molly. I think, uh, yeah, if there, if we were to posit that there is a version of Los Angeles where Toontown exists. <laughs> There's definitely going to be <laughs> residents of that town who are just like, well, pff, I mean, if fucking, I don't know, if Goofy's going to walk around, or I guess, here we go, if Donald Duck is going to walk around in a pantsless sailor outfit every day of his life, I can wear this French jacket to go get dinner. Yeah, he's living his truth. Speaking of Donald Duck, I remembered when we got to that scene in the movie that I thought the dueling pianos between Donald and Daffy Duck was the coolest thing in the world when I was a kid. <laughs> I was a big fan yeah. of both those ducks when I was a kid, so it blew my mind. It is, it's, it 
it feels somehow very special, at least it did to me, to see these two giant yeah. mega franchises together, just right. hanging out. Just interacting with yeah, each other. Yeah, that was quite the way to introduce, like, hey, look at this. Look who There's we got. These guys look, what kind of, look what kind yeah. of get we got. <laughs> I think it really does a lot to make it feel like um, the tunes are just actors, like to, right. to set that reality. Yeah. Um, like, oh, here's the people from different companies yeah. just doing their night it's, thing together right it's yeah. sort of like yeah it does give like an authenticity to like oh like this is just like all cartoons you've ever seen are just working actors in la like it's sort of like how 30 rock used to have just like random people from nbc shows make cameos mm-hmm. just to be like yep they're definitely working here like they're yeah. clear you know what i mean just to authenticate the premise of the show yeah and it was fascinating how they were always bookends. Like um, the ducks, obviously, were the mm-hmm. most literal, pre- precise ones. You had Mickey, a pairing of Mickey and, um, oh, the obnoxious rabbit. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then at the end, you had That's All Folks and right. uh, Porky Pig and uh, Tinkerbell close mm-hmm. out yeah. together. That was cute. Um, I, th- I was like, oh, yeah, that that really makes sense. And is very satisfying in a way mm-hmm. I, d- I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk about Jessica Rabbit though? I would love like, to talk about what Jessica. Is absolutely. Even... I think it's fascinating. Sorry, Rhonda Rabbit. What is going on? What is that? What is that outfit? What is? Yeah. I wanted to know how they made it sparkle like that. Now you... that's a positive take. Drew it. <laughs> I was like, because they did all these like flat illustrations, and then her dress is like so sparkly. I loved it. I loved that but whole. Also, I love that whole concept. Her waist is ridiculous. I don't know, ten percent of her entire yeah, body. It doesn't exist. It's absurd. <laughs> yeah, she's got yeah. very large boobs. Yep. <laughs> that every time that they get hit, make like a thong noise. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was thinking about her a lot. Um, okay. Well. well. <laughs> okay. All right. And and. Um, you know, is is she is she a satire of sexualized cartoons or just a sexualized cartoon or both? I think maybe they they thought about doing that, and it, I don't know if they really did it well enough. I don't know. Like I, I feel like it worked in the sense, like if you, like, yeah, I don't know if they did it enough to be like. Hey guys, we know what we're doing. Like to make it really clear, they know what they're doing. But like when you just step back and just like, I don't know. Like to me, it worked just in the sense that like it's so absurd. Like when you actually think about like what this movie is trying to say, it's like these human men are horny for this ridiculous cartoon character, and not in like a weird horny way of just like, yes, this is you know what I mean. Like whoa, like somebody drew boobs. <laughs> like they're. That whole, like, the whole introduction of her character was so, like, explicitly, like, look at these human men, like, literally fawning over this absurd caricature of a woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, by far, was my favorite scene to picture without the cartoons. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. (laughs) One of my MVPs was the guy, like, just, like, the horny guy who gets, like, pushed back down into his seat by her. Yeah. Like, because he really, like, can you imagine just that being your one job, your one day on the set? Is <laughs> like, okay, Rob, uh, the sexy woman comes over and you really want to bang her. And now she's putting her weird hand on your face, but you're still so horny. Rob, stay horny, Rob. <laughs> yeah, he played it 
he played it thoroughly. It was, it was, uh, that was good. Here's, here's the thing to me about Jessica rabbit Mm -hmm. that makes it, takes it out of the realm of parody. It kind of reminds me of Smurfette or, uh, Joe Prado friends will appreciate bringing up gremlins too, where the one female character is so super sexualized to the point where you realize none of those other characters are even remotely even gender neutral or, or possibly women that they are all men Mm -hmm. because to be a woman in the cartoon world means you've got to be either Minnie Mouse or super sexy. Right. Um, I mean, I don't know. What is Donald Duck's partners? Anyway, Daisy? the point is for the most Daisy. Mo- Daisy. For the you. most part, like <laughs> it's super like and and that's as a kid who grew up wanting to relate to Smurfette mm-hmm. and realizing first of all the ratio of characters boys to girls was like twenty to one, which I would say is also the ratio in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they are presented, they're all like Daisy Duke like crazy ass over the top sex. And so then where does that, like, where does that put you like mentally as a kid? Oh. Also like, where does it put you mentally as a kid? If you are Dan Jaquette and like really attracted to a cartoon character. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole different conversation. I feel that's like don't, fine. I was don't kink shame. Don't kink shame. with your old Molly. <laughs> But apparently Kathleen Turner was interviewed and she said uh, that half the time people, when they ask her to autograph a picture, it's Jessica Rabbit. No, oh. <laughs> that's Which terrifying. Is like nuts. Yeah, yeah, that is nuts. I mean, yeah, it's it's an iconic character. Sure. For, for better or for worse. Yeah. I um, guess so. But I, she didn't. She didn't have her name on the credits anywhere. Yeah. I, I, the credits are six and a half minutes long. They're I do wonder if that was. Something. I do wonder if that was her team's decision. Apparently, she's not embarrassed of the movie, but maybe they were. Why would she be? She just stood on set and made a bunch of said a bunch of lines. Yeah. Yeah, but not even that many. Like, if you go back and look. Oh, P.S. Did not pass the Bechdel Wallace test. No. no. <laughs> Um, didn't like even come, right I mean, actually didn't come other. close. Yeah, Dolores. Okay, this is yeah a reoccurring thing, like a uh, re- reoccurring recur. What's the word? Recurring. Yep. Yeah. Recurring word. Okay. Either anyway, one. it happens over and over again <laughs> that there's um, two main characters. The main characters have females in their life, mm-hmm. and then at the end, the only time you see the women together is at the end. Like there's like one frame that has all four of them in one frame. And it's like, see, they all live in the same world together. Right. And I just, it blows my mind that the writers never thought, oh, what if we had these two talk to each other? Or even like, oh, they're in the same shot. Maybe they should acknowledge each other directly. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah. They, Although I have to say, if that's going to happen, it's really fun to watch the movie with Beth because she will supply that dialogue for you. Yeah, <laughs> it is really it's easy. delightful. We'll do hey, we'll do a workshop. Hypothetical dialogue. Yeah. Hey, Gina Davis. Uh, most of the time, call. it's just them introducing themselves to each other. Yeah. Right. It's really easy. <laughs> Which, like, um, honestly, makes sense in the context. Like, yeah. They're in the same shot, so it's like, oh, hello. Hey, you must be Jessica. Oh, yeah, I'm Dolores. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Although in this case, um, it probably would have been just like, "Hey, Jessica Rabbit, who I recognize from the pictures. What are you doing?" Well, my... she's a lounge singer. Is she in pictures? I assume. I don't know. She's a tune. Uh, she's probably, Maybe she's, she's probably theater. in the tabloids. 
Yeah, I want to say before we get too far away from Jessica Rabbit, we did get um, uh, we post to our Discord, which you can be in if you're a patron. Uh, the day we're watching the movie, if anybody has anything we, they want us to talk about, other record. Um, and we did that, and we got a couple about Jessica Rabbit. Of course. Um, Carzon asks, "Why did Jessica Rabbit take Rabbit as a last name if she is not a rabbit? Wouldn't that get confusing with literally every other rabbit having Rabbit as a last name?" Mm. I mean, uh, I think the, it's the patriarchy take the man you're married name. But also, I'd like well, to push back on that because the only other rabbit that we see in this movie is has a surname of Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. So, Legit. it's a family name. I will say this uh, during my Wikipedia time, uh, came across a. Wait, is this Molly Reed's Wikipedia? Oh, uh, yeah. Segment? Sure, yeah. Molly reads Wikipedia. She hates the movie. She's so bored. She pulls out her phone, doesn't have any text. So she opens Wikipedia and reads the movie. And just a quick reminder, uh, if everybody yeah. donates three dollars, everybody we will either everybody we will either only do Wikipedia or never do Wikipedia again. Your three dollar pledge is also your vote. Yep. Okay, go ahead. Molly? Uh, but she makes a really good point where she's like, Jessica who, Rabbit who was makes a good really point? in love with her husband. Kathleen Turner made that point. Uh, Kathleen Turner made that point. And what was that point? Yeah, you... Jessica Rabbit really, really loves her husband. Oh, yeah, she does. And I guess it's the 40s. So I yeah, guess everybody's name. That's great. Everyone should love their husband. <laughs> okay. Is that true? I'm, uh, I'm just trying to think if that's true. liberated woman, even though she does have employment outside the home. Yes. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I, that's great. Uh, I also was thinking like, oh, here's another like um, super hot wife, dumpy, funny husband. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like everything. Yeah. Commentary. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's more of a, um, just a result of how like normal things are created. Not normal, but you know how it's like typically created. And so they're, they're, commenting on that that seems like parody to me which but one get it wrong like because they're like there's that whole scene where like or you know when she's introduced and he's like that he, she's married to oh, uh yeah. Roger rabbit and then betty boop is like yeah isn't she lucky mm-hmm. ain't she lucky or something what like a that lucky goyle. <laughs> what a lucky goyle yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. yeah i mean <laughs> gotta, the whole I've time spoken to her directly <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, she works she works the floor and Jessica's talent, so I'm sure the manager is just like, Don't I know Betty used to be talent with Quicksilver. That was great. I thought that was great. Uh Hoskins and Betty Boop have a have some history. history. Mm -hmm. Oh yes they do. Wait a minute. No, I don't think uh, I don't think cartoons are capable of sexual intercourse. I think that's part of the joke. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. You think they play patty cake? I don't know. I disagree. I think cartoons can bang. Can they can bang (laughs) humans or they can bang each other? Yeah. Yeah. Either one. Bang humans. Yeah. I disagree. You think that stuff gets drawn in too? (laughs) I'm still not convinced that they are drawn. They're created and as opposed to birthed. From what? Okay. <laughs> Other cartoons, they evolved. They're a separate what? species. I don't then know. Why does you think the there's baby's like a little... body change? 
Because that's how the species works. They get locked into a form. So you're saying Jessica Rabbit was born as like a six and a half foot tall adult woman? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And her parents were? James and Donna. Lady. Right? Wouldn't her last name (laughs) be like what she is? Maybe. So she was Jessica Lady before she married. So Betty Boop is a boop? Yep. 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 Yeah, she's a boop. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what was the other question? Because I don't oh. know if we answered the first one. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> sure. Uh, the second one, Lady Grim asks, "What do you think about Jessica Rabbit's comment that she's drawn this way? What were the creators going for?" Yeah. So the the prelude to that is that she, I, she says, "Like I'm not bad. I was just drawn this way, right?" Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that is the one line where they're like, oh, yeah, oh, it's, by the way, this is parody. Right. Anyway, let's get back to drawing this sexy lady. <laughs> oh, God, her boobs are so big. Sure. I mean, it's <laughs> got terrible back pain. It's one of those oh, things. That poor woman. Yeah, it is one. I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, like, they're doing, they're clearly making up, like, they're doing parody, but, like, they still have to create the character, Right. Like they're still making choices when they use that character once they've created her. Yeah, and that's you know like I mean? the only one they're using. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what they're trying to say, right? That they're mm-hmm. that uh, she's a victim of circumstance. Well, and again, and like, I really creation. just have to stress the fact that, like, the premise of like the thing we are supposed to accept in this movie is that all of the every male wants to bang this absurd cartoon character. Like they yeah. just a stat like the it's just this I don't know to me it's so absurd because like she's that woman in this noir story right like they do this all the time like Dick Tracy does that too Madonna plays breathless whatever her name is and it's the same idea it's the same character but the fact that it's a cartoon character is so ridiculous and stupid that like I don't know I just I accept I accept the absurdity of Jessica Rabbit for that reason it does um. Uh, it does prove, though, that she was drawn. Mm. Oh, shit. Mm. Yeah. That's just like how they talk about birth. It's just like an old cartoon saying. It's a euphemism. Oh, Born this way. Drawn day. <laughs> okay. Drawn day. You know, while we're talking about this, there's a, a part of the movie that I'm not sure you would remember unless you watched it recently where... Um, we we just watched it. <laughs> yeah, I also, I also just watched it, actually. Okay, thank you. Well... I found this an unmemorable part, except for this point in the conversation that we're having. Mm-hmm. Um, when he goes to Toontown and he thinks he's found Jessica Rabbit, and it turns out to be so, it's definitely not Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, who's yeah. like a um, like a bizarro world Jessica Rabbit. Lena but Maina. she's amorous for him. It's like the opposite, right? Like right. She's yeah. unattractive, but she's the hornball. Yeah, she's. Yeah. I guess that's what I was going for. She's the hornball. Yeah. So and what are you saying? What I guess what I'm saying is what does it matter what I'm saying? What is this movie saying? Who are these people? And Ooh. like what does these creators of this crap? I thought like, you liked this movie. Gatekeepers of content. I like this movie, but I'm mad. Like I'm just so tired. Like what? What? And Jessica Rabbit gets so little. Mm-hmm. And then this other this other character is just a parody 
of a parody. Like she she has no respect, and 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 the joke is that she's chasing after this dude, and that's scarier somehow than Lloyd. What's his name? Christopher Lloyd, oh. who like is freaking scary as shit at the end. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. think the movie was no, trying to. I'm just saying, I'm just not letting him off the hook with that with that parody thing you got there, Dan Linden. I'm not letting you're, them off the hook. Whole... I'm yes, you I'm are. I'm not letting them off the hook. 38 years later. <laughs> no, 32 years later. I know what you're saying. I'm just saying yeah. it's not like... I'm saying they didn't fail as ca- catastrophically as maybe we were worried they were going to fail. Yes. I mean, is that that is all, really the best case scenario for most of these movies. Absolutely. I mean, even for movies <laughs> yeah. today. Oh, shut up. I gotta, I gotta keep going somehow. <laughs> like... like What's happening? I don't know. I think what's happening is Molly is realizing the inherent misogyny of 60 years of cartoons and all media right now in front of us. And it's hard hard to watch. And there's this moment at the end where, okay, first of all, you have at least maybe a 50 to 1 ratio, at least 20 to 1 ratio of male cartoon characters. Oh, and they all walk in. Yeah. And at the end, they're like, I don't know. He's not a rabbit. He's not a turtle he's not a whatever yep every speaking line is yep. a male character yep even though there are women women characters female Minnie's right there doing characters. a dance all over the place and they yep. don't get a single line yep like, i'm gonna throw this out there yeah which doesn't make it right but some <laughs> voice actors do multiple voices and i wonder if they hired somebody who can do like a bunch of voices and they only had to pay him one time to do like <laughs> you know all the characters hey a lady voice can be various pitches but i like that theory <laughs> it's true they could have hired a male and a female voice actor <laughs> yeah well i mean like minnie and mickey basically sound the same so like come on that's true. That's true. Couldn't be that. Uh, it couldn't be that cost prohibitive to have Minnie say something. <laughs> yeah, I, that's where I, they ran into the wall. They're yeah, like Zemeckis, you get a huge budget. You could make a film like no one's ever made before. Right. We're gonna get the Disney Animate characters. We're gonna get the whatever weird dragon that's from. We're gonna license some music. Yeah. We're gonna. Like know, we're gonna give you, uh, I guess, like carte blanche to one. Yeah, half day actor. actor to do most of the lines. <laughs> yeah, we'll pay a minimum wage. Yeah. They don't have a union. Yeah. You know I what? My son that. can do those voices. Yeah, perfect. But I heard him do those voices with his friends. Yep. <laughs> oh, speaking of kids. Yeah. Uh, Are we talking oh, trolley boys? Are we talking the trolley yeah, boys? I did. Sorry, Molly. Did you want to talk anymore? I, I think maybe yeah. the answer is sexism. <laughs> yep. Um, and speaking of boys, uh, boys will be boys. Uh, boys will oh. ride on the back of a trolley and smoke cigarettes. I love those kids wow. so much. Like nine-year-olds. I love those and kids give so cigarettes much. Cigarettes to Hoskins. Yes, I loved it. Yeah, I love those kids. They said they, they were just great. riding around town. They were great. Uh, the whole, town. the whole trolley scene cast are on my MVP list. The trolley conductor was great. What am I a bank? Oh yeah, Wonderful. shuts that guy down. And then just the kids <laughs> just hanging out smoking cigarettes. I assume because they're gonna go. Like push a hoop down a hill with a stick. Yeah, <laughs> trick someone into painting a fence. Yeah, there's probably like 
baseball. Yeah, oh, be, 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 the, hey, let's go play stick some stickball with Greedo and uh, <laughs> yeah, the other weird aliens. kid from Fan of the Menace really yep. watch these kids as a study. <laughs> yeah, I love those kids. But also, that scene showed us that as gruff and alcoholic as Eddie Valiant is, he is a man of the people. Yeah. Mm. Hey, Bob Hoskins crushes in this movie. Right? Oh my God. Yeah. Can we talk about yes. this? There's he a scene t- where he tears up, and I was like, he did that for this movie? <laughs> yeah. He's a professional, man. <laughs> the dude was a pro. He delivers on all levels. He's like, Kind of scary sometimes. Yeah. A little mm-hmm. bit of a goofball. Yeah. But also Acting, like the most broken man in the world. <laughs> yeah. Like sad alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like when he when he yells at Roger Rabbit to get out of his dead brother's chair. Ooh. Oh, chills. Right? Chills on my spine. Yeah. <laughs> no, he crushed it, especially when you consider the fact that he spent most of the movie just like talking to like a stick with tape on it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I yeah, he really did great. Yeah. This this movie set me back to what I watched as a kid. And there's there was something kind of magical about watching the cartoons interact with real objects. The level of detail they put into like each moment a cartoon was in it is ridiculous. When you think about like the technology they had available to them at the time, Those like the fact they even put the right? effort into it is Yeah, insane. like they make a little cabinet wobble or whatever. And like they're flying around the room, they and they just put. They bothered to put. Um, I never noticed this. Before, I've only this first time I noticed it. They bothered to make little streaks in the dust on his brother's chair after Roger's hand came off of it. Come on. Well, first line that made me laugh out loud. That's mm-hmm. kind of dark, but maybe this is the point. The first line that made me laugh out loud is, "Go easy on him. His brother was killed by a tune." Yep. Yeah. Uh, I oh. think that made me laugh too. I think that was dark, and I think that was the point. That is, yeah, it was very uh, good. I thought that was the, I mean, to me, that was the most fun part of this movie is how, like, they play it so earnestly, like a noir, but they also mm-hmm. acknowledge, like, most of these characters are, like, absurd goofballs. Oh, yeah, because, you know, he does sort of murder somebody. Who? Um, the detective, Bob. Eddie? Eddie. Yeah, Eddie, the detective. The, um, the guy who makes the cartoons. Oh yeah, it follows him. Yeah, it was a very like dark noir a... move. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. gonna torture him and then he gets killed. <laughs> yeah, but he does just jump out of the but way. He's... Like he doesn't even try to save the guy. Oh uh, no, yeah, was, that, that was hard. That was hard. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and he has gleeful bullets, and one is extremely problematic. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that yeah. goes back to your if you want to go back to again the. Uh, offensive nature of 60 years of cartoons like, yeah talk about treatment of native people really, in cartoons. Wow. Really. i mean that's the thing like you think and, about and media yeah and like everything. you think about this movie you think about this movie where they're like okay so what if the looney tunes were in a noir film like in 1988 they would just be like oh yeah they'd just be like a you know they'd just be like a stereotypical native american bullet with all the other western bullets and like didn't even think about it beyond that because like every cartoon like, that ever featured a Native American character was probably that bad. Yeah. As a kid, I thought that gun was cool as shit. Me too. Thank you. It's like okay. a big, chunky-ass revolver. And it was with a like gift from Yosemite bullets. Sam. Yeah. Oh, Did I you didn't see that? Read the plaque. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. The, um, oh, 
all the random uh all the random world building about his like past life as a toontown cop were delightful like there was one of the newspaper headlines where he him and his brother rescued huey dewey and louie which I never noticed before. <laughs> that was delightful because they're probably being held hostage. So Scrooge McDuck would pay them. Mm. Yeah. Think mm. about it. Scrooge. There was, there was yeah. another one about, uh, I can't remember, like Goofy being innocent or something. I can't remember what it was. Oh, no. <laughs> they really, they really tried to make Goofy seem like cool. Yeah. In this <laughs> yeah. 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 Roger like, like they, idolized I mean, him. I think that was the joke, right? Is yep. like, like Goofy is like the, the greatest guy. He's like the Leo DiCaprio of tunes. Yeah. Like <laughs> still dating rabbit. people like half his age. Yeah. I mean, probably <laughs> right. It's like the uh, Peter Sellers of this world. What? Peter Sellers, Peter Sellers. Uh, the pink Panther movies famously for why is he's he like, the Peter Sellers? <laughs> oh, I was just trying to think of like very serious, weird actors who oh, did goofball goofy things. Stuff, sure. Or like, like Jerry Lewis, like a real weirdo. Was like uh, that too. Acty, acty, but then, yeah, he's just a goof as Jacques mm-hmm. Cousteau. I mm-hmm. love those movies as a kid. Great. You just wanted to wedge that in. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I know at some point in this Roger Rabbit. We're talking about Peter Sellers. Hey, check out in there. Being There, a very <laughs> contemplative movie about a lonely gardener. With me, eight of the characters in that Kubrick movie. Probably not eight. Quite a few of them. Oh, how the how the bomb, how the bomb went. loved I'm me. A doctor, <laughs> isn't it strange? Yep. Oh. Anyway, this is about Roger Rabbit. Oh, the movie. Roger Rabbit. He framed Roger Rabbit. Sorry. <laughs> Oscar's grudges. Yeah. Uh, cr- Who did frame Roger Rabbit? Oh. Indeed. Judge Christopher uh, Judge Doom. Capitalists and R.K. Yeah. Maroon. He yeah he was kind of he was kind of blackmailed into it blackmailed uh. yeah, or extorted. Molly, do you want to walk us down your journey watching a sentient shoe being oh my God. dissolved in uh, For the murder? listeners, for the listeners, we were uh, tele chat. I don't know what you call it. Tell us something. Video, video chat. Video chatting while watching the movie, and like we all just, I think I can say pretty confidently that all three of us at one point just stopped watching the screen and just watched Molly <laughs> on the video chat. <laughs> Oh, I got a screenshot of that reaction. Oh, nice. yeah. I will share it on our Instagram. I would say. And and other social media. Yeah. Okay, if you put it on social media, maybe our listeners, our totes heads can uh, uh, corroborate this. I would say it is at l- probably around the same level as when Auntie got killed in terms of facial expression. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like abject horror I'll, I'll and sadness. Yeah. I'll put I'll put Anti on there for comparison. Oh, as thank well. you. Very good. Okay, Anti or shoe? It could be like a fun guessing game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of them looks like Zoom and one of them doesn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wonder which one it is. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's pretty brutal because that is. shoe's like kind of like a little puppy almost. No, nothing to yeah, it's like, like Yeah. And then just yeah, what is what is the law system that's happening? Yeah. Where no, the implications of Doom's position are very interesting. It's he's a real Judge Dredd type, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, like, for sure. He's the whole system. Like he decides who is guilty and then carries out the sentence okay. on the spot. Theory. I have a theory. Do you think that? Do you think after he murdered Valiant's brother? The city council was just like, all right, these tunes are out of control. Like, we need a system oh, of law shit. in Toontown where you can just, uh, like, completely destroy them with any... Like, again, yeah, the Judge Dredd system where you can just, yeah. like, 
become the executioner and jury all at once. So he set it up. So he created the fear. I mean, I don't know if that was part of his plan at the time, but it just worked out for him. Yeah. Make, make, make them the enemy. Cause they, there was Mm -hmm. a throwaway line about how he like greased a few palms in Toontown. That's how he got the position. So like, it wasn't necessarily always quite so murderous, that position of being like the lawman of Toontown. Abolish judge. Mm hmm. That's yeah, some dark that's really... stuff. But yeah, Molly, do you want to walk us through that moment for you? I mean, okay. All right. There is a box of silly shoes that gets mm-hmm. knocked over in some mayhem. One of which I'm and... pretty sure was a pair of goose-stepping boots. Just want to point that out. It's <laughs> a little intense. Um, but one adorable wayward shoe just happens to cross paths with uh, Judge Dredd. Doom. And... Judge Doom. Oh, it's his actual name. The dreaded Judge Doom. Nice. The dreaded Judge Doom. That's and hard to say. And he <laughs> just like, like, like he's baking cookies. Yeah. Describes the murder he's about to commit. Yeah. Like, dangles this poor innocent thing over a vat of acid, the likes of which we have not seen since one of those Batmans. I don't remember yeah, which right? one. Doesn't he like and give us the whole recipe too? Like he's so proud of himself for coming up with this yeah. like weird, yeah. gross. He's congratulating thing. himself, yeah, for being a, a homicidal maniac. And then he, and you sort of think maybe they'll cut away. Yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe he'll just toss the shoe because it's not really worth its time. Right. No, he enjoys it. And they no, he follows through to completion. Yeah. yeah. And it is yeah, it, brutal. It's disturbing, honestly, because then they show his hand and it's covered in like red ink, presumably. But oh like my it looks God. Like blood. And it's the yeah. first time you see this character. So you are real clear as the villain. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, <laughs> like where where do you get red like red dripping glove out of green acid goo? You get there with the blood of tunes. Yep. The paint, <laughs> the red paint brutal. of a cute shoe. <laughs> yeah. It Dark. was like a wearing like a little tux, basically. It was I know, like, you and know, he makes little squeak shoe. noises. <sighs> oh, it was so <sighs> really cute. Tough. But also really establish the stakes. <laughs> yeah. And Christopher Lloyd crushes as well. Oh my God. Like, can you, okay. I can't, okay. Like Bob Hoskins for one, like I like Bob Hudson, you're already like, oh my god, think about like what he had to do all the time. But like Christopher Lloyd, the direction had to be ridiculous for him, right? Like, okay, Christopher, <laughs> we're putting a bunch of makeup on your face to make it seem like your face isn't a real face. Just remember, your face isn't your real face. Like that was his direction every day of filming. Your face isn't your real face. And he had to wear those ridiculous dentures really- the whole time, too. Yeah, Uh, and what was he originally... I feel like they threw in that line at the end because after, sorry, spoiler alert, he gets killed um, by his own acid. Yes, (laughs) exactly in the way that Beth predicted. Um, After he gets killed, one of the tunes sort of casually says, I wonder what he looked like. And because that's what I was wondering too. It was like, well, Mm -hmm. you got little glimpses, but you didn't get to see the whole of the tune version. Yeah. 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 That seemed kind of lazy. He had gold hands and yeah. red eyes. And red eyes turned into daggers, which is creepy. Yeah, the yeah that part still scared me a Agreed. little bit. <laughs> no, um, really creepy. And I can report that Dan couch. got up from his seat, <laughs> yes. turned around, and buried <laughs> his head in the sofa cushion. Yeah, we'll Very pretend good. that was a bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but just like the the like 
like not quite good because it was hard, but to do like animated eyeballs on his like oh, empty yeah. looking sockets, yeah, like man. the sort of rough nature of that effect was very effective and being so very unsettling. Yeah. Along yeah. with the after he gets steamrolled and he comes up as just like a paper thin oh, weird kind of maybe claymation monster oh, almost. So creepy. Yeah. And it's like just cackling in this high pitched voice. Yeah. It's it's legit scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's terrifying. That, whatever sound he makes as he's melting is the worst. It's a it's like disturbing. It is. Yeah, disturbing. yeah he keeps reporting on it too. I'm melting, yeah. I'm melting, I'm melting. It's kind of very uh Wicked Witch of the West. Yes. Yeah, I thought they, he was going to start saying "What a world! What a world!" Yeah, they probably thought they about yeah. it. Like they were like, mm, "We can't homage. say the whole line." Yeah, yeah, maybe that was part of the budget cuts too. Yeah, like, okay, Bobby, you get Bug Bunny, you get Mickey Mouse, you get one voiced actor, and you can only say half of the Wizard of Oz line. <laughs> but he also, classic Christopher Lloyd, brings his comedic chops to bear. Yes. Um, I I was lolling as he tripped on fake eyeballs or whatever he was tripping on. Yeah, like he st- he stumbles so well. I don't know. He just he 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 threads the needle well of being like a, an actually a villain that is going to commit genocide right. and also bringing some <laughs> levity. Well, and like it was actually like knowing like knowing the twist at the end. Like it was kind of fun to watch him in the earlier scenes of the movie because like there are definitely like he plays it as like he plays the character like he has a familiarity with the tunes more than a lot of the other human characters you know what i mean like some of his mannerisms and just like the way he kind of like even the way he interacts with the weasels sometimes it feels very much just like another tune just being like ah you knuckleheads and that kind of thing but also like a terrifying genocide man like he played this weird balance actually really well yeah yeah in my opinion do you think he's also a weasel Ooh, I don't know. Well, because that said, would have been an interesting reveal. Because well, he said cousins. the he said the weasels. Yeah, the weasels had hyena cousins, and they oh, all hyena. died laughing. Yeah. So oh, maybe it's Scar. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! Okay. Proto Scar. Proto Scar, wow. or like Scar's was, dad. It was Scar's there was some dad. Other, there was some other thing in there that made me think of Lion King. Oh. Well. <laughs> don't remember it. Great. <laughs> Good podcasting. Great podcasting. <laughs> you know, I, I would like this movie as retold through the eyes of Dolores, mm-hmm. who is oh, the love interest of Eddie, the detective. She is so solid. And Great what does she do? Too. She holds it down. She does the research. She yeah. hides Roger Rabbit. She's savvy. And what is she doing with these people? You know, yeah. she herself is the Jessica Rabbit to her detective. Yeah, yeah. She really plays the role of competent woman who doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. Well, they imply her day to day. Yeah. Well, she's running that diner bar. It's a bar. But she looks there, right? Like she has to. She she has to return money to the till. Yeah. And she gets fired. She gets fired because of Detective Eddie and that rabbit. Yeah. And like, what does she get a job at the telephone factory? What? That he is a good man. She does say that. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, they, there's imp- the, the, the sad montage of panning over Eddie's desk implies that she used to just work for their detective company back when yeah. they were the two brothers and her. And they were all bosom buddies and had a great time and went to Catalina together. And then after Eddie's brother died, things fell apart and Eddie hit the bottle hard and 
Really hard. Really hard. <laughs> he like really drinks a lot in this movie. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. that second. So he he drinks some. He has like a, like a hip flask. Yes. In the first when yeah. you first meet him, and then in the second the second time you see him drink is in um uh what's his face's office, mm-hmm. and he has like a tray of a bunch of like liquors, and he like can't focus on what he's saying because he's staring at the tray of whiskey i'm presuming yeah <laughs> but, show like, don't tell it it was it was just like wow that guy really looks for a drink <laughs> yeah like even oh, though that whiskey where jessica rabbit he couldn't look at it any harder you know Ooh. what i'm saying i do know what you're saying i do also yeah. know what you're saying yeah there was a point where like i know it was probably you know just like iced tea or whatever but at some point in the movie he knocks back like what I think would probably be maybe like a triple or quadruple of whiskey in <laughs> yeah. one shot. And I actually went, oh, out loud. <laughs> it's just to like the concept of just <laughs> slamming back that much uh, spirits in one shot, like actually unsettled me for a second. Yeah. In the uh, end, uh, they defeat capitalism. Sort mm-hmm. of. And then right? it's just going to be do. like all of Toontan belongs to all the tunes. I do yeah. not yeah. want to go to that co-op yeah. meeting. Oh my that, god! Like neighborhood association meeting would be yeah. bananas. Oh, it'd be ter- it'd take forever. Yes. Do you think what's going to happen is that, um, like, when the tunes have control of their own area, like they'll just run amok to the point where like the city just ends up putting another Judge Doom in place? Oh. Yeah. Sorry. That's really sad. I'm just saying, like, 1940s LA is very different from. You know, 1980s, 1990s LA, and I don't know if they would tolerate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although now I, I definitely want to see a gritty reboot where, like, a bunch of like hard ass LAPD have to deal with Toontown, and they've barely changed in 60 years. <laughs> That'd be fun. I don't know, man. I'd watch it. I think this movie really effectively hits like a kids noir movie, though. But also like, not really for kids. But yeah, no, I think it's like not. I I like I like where it lands. Me uh, too. I love the tone of it in terms of tone. Like it's still like enough of a movie where it's like definitely is a, like a kids or a family movie. But it's got like well, at least the kids movie. Where you're like, kids yeah, or family movie a, in 1988 standards. Right, 88. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a lot of stuff in there that I did not pick up on as a kid. Right. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Like no. that whole patty cake thing really upset me. Wow. <laughs> that was hot. Yeah. In an sure. unsettling way. Sure, sure, sure it was. Like uncomfortable. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, okay. And then there were uplifting moments. Like I love seeing Droopy Dog. Oh, and I love Droopy. that Droopy was the elevator operator. So fun. Delightful. Oh, I'd like to point out there was a random poster when they panned through Toontown that implies that Porky Pig is selling sausages. Or at least is like the mascot for a brand of sausages. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Gotta work. Yeah, man. Gotta hustle. Apparently, he's also a beat cop in Toontown. Is he? <laughs> yeah, at the end, he was him and, him and some of the other tunes were cops. Oh, okay. And they were like, move it along, move it along. And then he's like, that's all, folks. And he's like, ah, eh, I they can't do a party. Cops are pigs. Oh, yeah. The rest of them weren't pigs. Oh, uh, I, get I got that. I get uh, yeah. But yeah, back from what you were saying, Dan, like, I really, 
I mean, I think that's what I love about this movie. And I loved it when I was a kid too. Just like the tone of it where like they, they just, they hit so many, they earnestly hit so many like noir beats, but it's also like all of these characters are still like absurd wackadoo goofballs. Right. And like the human characters still treat it like they're in a serious noir movie most of the time. I don't know. It's delightful. Yeah, I really think like, they. Yeah. They solved, they solved the problems with like kid ways kind of at the same time. Yeah. Like to let make the weasels laugh to death. Right. Um, is like a good way. Like they're tricking them, but it's also like we're goofing. To, yeah. To do but also thing. like these are the same weasels that are wielding like real guns the whole movie. I don't know. I just love that. Like I love how they just exist in this world, but like all of the stakes of our world are still true. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still trying to picture like this gritty cop, like 80s LA version. And I'm yeah. I'm thinking about how tunes can only die laughing. Mm-hmm. Right. Or dipped. Yeah. Well, Is that for all tunes? I, I mean, then they turn into ghosts and they're just, they change form maybe? Um, I mean, they, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to like... figure out like, like, will just the boring tunes make it? Like, I don't Well, Betty Boop's been going strong for decades, apparently. That's yeah. fair. And she's not hilarious. I will tell you what's also not hilarious to me and hasn't Please. been um, is the whole like massive injury to a tune. Mm. Um, I don't know. Watching the opening scene, which in some ways is really funny, except at a certain point they just heighten the violence to where I just get honestly concerned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was remembering and watching. I was like, oh, I felt the same way when I was a kid. I only watched. I only liked the Tom and Jerry's where they got along. Yeah. You know, they had a few episodes where Tom and Jerry and the dog all got along. They had to like team up to like get out of the house or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I love those. And it really (laughs) upset me, like the whole itchy and scratchy version. Uh Um, Yeah. And I was just like, maybe this humor just isn't for me. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just not constructed to enjoy. Like. I don't know. Some of it was funny. Why is some of it funny and some of it's like, well, that's just too far. That's a rhetorical question. I think everybody has a different threshold for that kind of line, right? Mm -hmm. Like, was that hilarious for y'all? That first sequence where he's filming a short. Probably when I was a kid, I thought it was really funny. Really? Yeah. 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 I got when I was a kid. I I thought it was funny. of the same effect like when we watched home alone and we were like as adults oh, right. seeing what the wet band go through and you're yeah. like oh my god yeah like the stairs alone would have just wrecked me mm-hmm. like but as a kid you're like oh it's nothingness like but also like kids can do crazy things and not get hurt right like i remember being at a family gathering where one of my cousins my little cousins was jumping up and then landing on her knees. Ugh. Like she would jump Ugh. on her feet and then land on her knees. Oh, <laughs> like, oh I'm the, just cringing. The first time hearing I did that, it. I would crumble into a million pieces. Oh, yeah. And she was like having a, the time of her life. Right. Like, I don't think kids, I mean, clearly kids get hurt, but like not yeah. in the same way that like adults are yeah. like, oh yeah. my God, if I got it. Yeah. They've got a little like, more. Anything. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. Getting out of have, bed in the yeah. morning is like. <laughs> Yeah, I have recently uh, reached a new milestone in age, which is I am sit down to put my pants on years old. <laughs> um, 
because I tried to do it while standing like three weeks ago and yeah. maybe broke my toe. What? Oh, no. Um, it still kind of hurts. Like, because you were balancing on it weird or something? I just, like, yeah, I lost my balance and, like, thrust my foot down to oh, catch it and just buddy. crammed it into the bed frame oh, super hard. Oh, no. Um, and this was, like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, this was like maybe a month ago. So oh, I gave man. it a couple days and yep. then we started isolating. I was like, well, I'm not going to the doctor for this. It's probably <laughs> fine. <laughs> maybe just tape it to your other toe and see what happens. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do that sometimes. Yeah. I ice it sometimes. But yeah, so now I now I don't take that risk anymore. Good. Attaboy. <laughs> <laughs> sit yep. down to sit wear down pants put... years old. I love it yep. so much. <sighs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Molly, your comment about Rogers, the opening scene with Rogers short cartoon short like i did find it yeah. kind of i was really delighted that it was sort of like this weird i don't know like almost like subtext about like the studio system right where like roger is just like his entire purpose is to get injured right you know what i mean like he's basically <laughs> like, like the studio private. pays yeah. him to hurt himself and he's actually like it's such a place of desperation that he's literally following the director hitting himself to show him that he can make certain shapes come out of his head just yeah, like I was, the studio system of the hard. 30s and 40s, man. Yeah. Like, we and own those, you. Do what we tell you. Those birds, are they're just created from his head? Apparently. That was blowing my mind, too. I love it. I love what it. Maybe that's how cartoons are born. <gasps> right? Beth. Through head injury? Oh, it's head like head Greek myth. I love it. That's awesome. It's like Athena. All tunes are Athena. Great. <laughs> Can it. So, okay, so what I'm hearing then is like uh, some tune had a splitting headache, but a sexy one. And then. <laughs> yeah. I got this headache because there's saxophones playing too right. loud. And next then year. another tune like hit him on the head with a big enough frying pan that it cracked open. Yeah. And then Jessica uh -huh. Rabbit came out fully formed. That's what we're saying? Yeah. Great. Yep. Yeah. I love it. One tune loves another tune. <laughs> yep. They smash each other on the head. Right. Until a baby tune emerges forth but not always a baby tune usually a fully grown adult tune well i mean the body is Sometimes different the car. than the soul right sure yeah what they... molly no sometimes a car oh right? benny there's a car poor benny. Oh, benny he's trying his there best there was a cartoon beth predicted oh, yes and it, mm -hmm. it was real and it was as pictured its little feet get hurt yeah yeah not oh that was rough pants, man but it is like uh, rolling through some acid yeah uh, yeah, that I mean, that would be painful. Right? Yeah. And little feet just like, yep. like, like doggy paddling across the street. Yeah. It was it like was his, so it was just cute. like if like pop had. You know what he like, needed? What? Shoes. Booties, little booties. Oh, no. How, how do you put well, a shoe but on the shoes would have melted too. A boot. People put boots on tires. Yeah. The shoes would have melted too, boom, though. Boom, 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 boom. Speaking of that scene, though, <laughs> I really just really more than I ever have watched the movie, just enjoyed the visual of Benny the car driving a car. Yeah. But using, using his own his... headlights. Exactly. So yeah. good. That so was good. satisfying. Yeah. Also, I like that a lot. again, like the practical effects in this movie are ridiculous. Like the fact that they had the dudes driving cars, the fact they had the penguins carrying around real trays at the club. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Those penguins are from Mary Poppins. They're so great. Oh, they were those penguins, weren't they? Yep. Mm -hmm. Nice. I love tuxedos it. on. They're the best. All men. Yeah. 
Wait. <laughs> I'm just saying. Did you say almond? Almond. almond. Oh, the penguins? Oh, almond. Not, okay. The penguins almond. were? I think you said oh, almond. I also thought you said <laughs> almond. <laughs> I thought you said almond, and then I was going to make a joke by thinking it was almond. <laughs> Sorry. Really, none of us know you. Nope. <laughs> this is the best episode we've ever done. Well, you're welcome, <laughs> listeners. We respect you so much. Yeah. Speaking of how much we respect you. Oh, yeah. Um, so as part of voting on this uh, film, we um, also asked a few questions and got some feedback. Thank you so much for everybody that yeah. um, did that. Yeah. We really love um, hearing from you. Um, yeah, it's very validating to hear that people actually enjoy this. Yeah, so I just, uh, yeah, it, it really is. So thank you very much. Um, you can always send us an email at hello at toastreveal.com or get at us on the socials, mm-hmm. as they yeah, say. That's tempting. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> send us pictures of your pets to Please. send to Channing Tatum. Please, we need them. Um, yeah, but I just, I wanted to just read a couple um, either because I like them or they vindicated me. <laughs> I see. So there's an agenda. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. So we asked people just like what their favorite moments or bits or whatever were um, for the podcast. And someone said, just the riffing. I love the natural relationship between everyone. Although I do sometimes think about when the cat ran away between recording the first half oh. and the second half and it threw everyone off. I don't want it to happen again, though. Oh, well, do you have any <laughs> updates on that? Uh, he he did he's fine he did um, get out we had a nice spring day Uh last week here in Minneapolis Minnesota Uh where it also snowed a bunch on Easter yep Um, uh, but my wife saw him and he got scared of being seen outside and ran back inside oh good job Larry (laughs) yeah she's like I see you (laughs) that's exactly what done guilt guilt drew him back into the house yeah my fault I left the door open Sorry, Larry. Someone else has to say, I love the good vibes that you all emanate and the apparent friendship you share. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're all professional actors. Um, When this show ends, uh, you know, I take off my human mask and (laughs) my voice gets way higher. And, um, you know, and then we just don't really talk to each other for... Until we do another episode. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for recognizing our acting skills and liking mm-hmm. each other. Yep. yep. Um, uh, yeah. So I mean, Molly and I, Molly and I were actually, uh, we're actually, we've been divorced for 20 years. Uh, yeah. It was very contentious. Wow. Yeah. And I uh, murdered Beth's brother. That's yep. Always goes about divorce talk. You murdered my brother? Yeah. I dropped a piano on his head. Oh, shoot. It's yeah. me. You see, you see how good of actors we are? Beth barely reacted to that. <laughs> Yeah, that's how good of an actor I am. Yeah, but inside, inside she's seething. Inside she's boiling with rage. That's true. And some reactions are to not react at all. (laughs) Anyway, thank you for masterclass. (laughs) Thank you for uh, Uh, acknowledging, or thank you for, I guess, being aware of our friendship. I'm glad that carries through the airwaves. I don't know. Um, Someone else wrote that they like Joe Prado, Captain Transportation, because he's reliable. And a good captain. Also, <laughs> hashtag everything.com. Oh, sure. He is a good captain. Your vindication. Yes. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> the what was the dot com bit? Oh, got it. Yeah. Also, Joe Prado. 
Um, yeah. Oh, hey, hey, Bobby Zemeckis, you, what if you just created your own character for the movie that was some kind of transportation tool? Like, I don't know, yeah. maybe just like a vehicle that could talk, and you know, yeah. just maybe move the camera. Uh, you're doing it in L.A., but what if we had a classic New York cab driving around here? That makes sense, right? Yeah, all cabbies, the New York cabbies. Hey, uh, when that rabbit, uh, rabbit, sexy rabbit lady gets in, he'll use his door like an arm and maybe almost touch a butt and it'll be weird. But also, like, you gotta be nice to women. That's how I always treat my wife whenever I take her into a car because I love it so much. God, I love it so much. I always open the door for her so the door would never touch her. She didn't want it to be touched by her. I love my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's Oprado.com. Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah. Um, we also, um, this is just a little feedback for the listeners. We also um, added a question um, to try and get a sense of where people were. Like um, geographically? Geographically. Yeah, and, not emotionally. Uh, <laughs> no. We did have that uh, question. We didn't have that question later. Oh. <laughs> um, and uh, this was Molly's idea for a question, which I think is a good idea. And I want to apologize because I punched it up to make it funny, which actually reduced <laughs> the usefulness of the responses. <laughs> so instead of just saying, like, where, what's your city? I wrote, are you one of our Australian listeners? If not, what city do you live in? And most people just said no. <laughs> you really Roger Rabbited this. Yeah. Yep. Tried to use uh, laughter where it wasn't people, appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. So... Sorry, but also read the whole question. Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to tell people why we asked that question? Sure. Yeah. So we were just curious where people are, because if we have a lot of listeners in one area... Perhaps we would come to your town and do a live show. Yeah, but you could tell we'll all your friends to come. answered no. Yeah. <laughs> Except for one person who we still have our Australian listener. Hello, Victoria. We're glad you Yay. are still listening. I would definitely uh, do a show in Australia if you can guarantee that we could sell tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enough to cover four flights from Minneapolis yep. to and boarding. Melbourne. Yeah. Melbourne. So if you could... If you could just explain to all your hip Australian friends with money how great this podcast yeah. is, we'd really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, who are the rich Australians? You got the Who are the Hemsworth? rich Australians? Yeah. Uh, Kidman. I mean, yes. honestly, if the Hems, if it was just Victoria and the Hemsworths, I would I'm take in. that. Are you oh, kidding I think me? Victoria would be cool with that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, okay. I would. Fuck, I would tweet sit, at us I would if you want to sit in Thor's lap if we did that. <laughs> oh, my Actually, God. Yeah. Actually, uh,. Never mind. You don't need to hear my update on my favorite Chris. <laughs> no one Maybe just that. tweet it out. Just tweet it out. I'll tweet. I'll tweet it out. I mean, you could guess from the prelude to that. <laughs> um, great. Also, we got some good feedback on on just how other things were going. A lot of people saying they're liking the dog and cat tweets. Oh, good. Thank you. Thanks. Thank um, you for supporting our attempt to engage with Jenny Tatum. Yeah. So far, yeah, so far, he is not. Uh, acknowledged us in any way but has not blocked us which but i consider a win us. Mm -hmm. yeah maybe he's muted us i don't know if that's a sure. separate hashtag feature. everyday oh let me see if i can do this off the top of the dome hashtag everyday che 2020 dog tweets is that right yep yes mm -hmm. yeah yeah so thank you everybody there's a lot more than that um but we just we really respect and appreciate you thank absolutely you um we do this anyway because apparently we're friends yes um, yeah. but it's nicer <laughs> To do it for other people. Yeah, agree. Great. Um, 
then before we get to our final ratings of the um, show, movie. <laughs> We watched. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, we like to read a review of our podcast, Otrigal.com, in the review in the style impression of a character from the movie. Um, or yeah, we Nick have one. Cage is always or on Nick, the table. Or Nick Cage is always sure. on the table. Um, yeah. I just talked a lot about respect listener opinions, so maybe someone else wants to talk. All right, oh boy. I think my wife is trying to sleep, but I'm going to go for it and try to be Roger Rabbit. <laughs> All right. Um, like no other, I found Toad's recall because I heard Beth speak on a panel in Minneapolis. I immediately was inspired by her, and after tuning into the podcast, I can confidently say that this crew is incredible. Toad's recall has saved my commute. It feels like spending time with friends. Sometimes I laugh so hard that I start crying. <laughs> Listen, this podcast makes me feel like you're on the joke and you belong. I'm so happy I heard Beth that day. And I'm so, so happy that this part is now in my life. Thanks for making a 23-year-old who's still figuring everything out forget the real world for a while. Thank you, Hannah Bubzer, Hannah. Yay! Thank you, Thank Hannah. Hannah. Oh, that this is so, so cool. nice. It's very sweet. It we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Figures we're all out. figuring it out. Hey, we are. Yeah, but also cool. <laughs> you're still young. Yeah, you're, still, you're like <laughs> oh, almost yeah. a teen. Cool it. I mean, we're all 35, so in my world, you're still a teen. Yeah. yeah. So cool it. One day hey. you'll be putting oh, your pants now. on. Hey, what? 23 <laughs> is like, you're really cruising at that point. That's yeah, not, that's why you have to cool it. <laughs> right? You can't just cruise all over the place. Yeah, You're looking at TikTok on TikTok instead no. of you Twitter. <laughs> I think we started Tilt's Recall when I was 23. Whoa. Wow. 12 years later. <laughs> and now look where you are. Is it seven years this I year? I don't know. Oh, I thought it was six. Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, oh. I was young. <laughs> Easy to look. Yeah, I'll look it up. <laughs> Great. Great. Splice it back in. Oh, or tweet at us. Hashtag this many years. <laughs> Here, I'll set it up for you, Beth. Oh, yeah. We started this podcast in 2014. <laughs> 2014. So you in 2020, just... I'll turn 35, 35. years old. Yep. <laughs> Beth has been 35 <laughs> for years. Um, but actually 31. What's the math there? Tweet at us. I mean, Tweet I mean, at us, listeners. Hashtag, this is how old Beth was. Yep. <laughs> I was 24. Well, no. no. I don't know. Who knows? Just tweet at us. Just tweet at us how old I was when we started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just start by how old she was when this movie was made in 1988. Right. Yep. Negative one. Negative one. Negative yep. one. And then add up to 2014 and oh then subtract that from 2020. This Although is like really... something <laughs> I feel like there's like a weird giveaway where it's like you tell us how old Beth was and we'll send you uh, a birthday cake. We'll send you a picture of her cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So many pictures. But also send yeah. us your pictures of your cats because or wait when is this coming out? No never mind it'll be over. April was cat oh, cats or right? dogs month. Oh, Listen, April I think we can do cats or dogs cats or month dogs. another month. 
maybe by now it's all pets or dogs. Who knows? <laughs> True. <laughs> Send us a picture of your lizard. Yeah, let's Jake. Go the birds and reptiles. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and our, our rating scale was um, steamrolled tunes. Right. Mm-hmm. Which there's oh, one in whoa. this movie. Yeah. Um, Dan, you gave it a five, yep. thinking it was um, it would maybe be terrible, but yep. um, you were going to be bold and follow your heart since you loved it as a kid. Yes, I loved it as a kid. I still really enjoyed it as an adult. Um, I really just loved the tone of the movie and was very impressed with the uh, effects of cartoons being around the world. And also, like the reason I loved it as a kid is because like I thought it was super cool the idea of hanging out with cartoons when I was a child. There weren't a lot of kids my age in my neighborhood, and also Molly and my parents are divorced. Um, so I spent a lot of time playing by myself. So I thought it seemed super cool. Anyway, that's too much information. Four two steamroller tunes. It was a little slow in some parts. Four. Yeah. Great. Um, Beth, you gave it a two, thinking it would you would not like it. Yeah, I um but I you was, wouldn't be bored. I right, was right. wrong. I wasn't bored. I didn't love it, um, but I didn't hate it either. So uh, I think I'll give it a three and a half steamroller tunes. Mm. So is that where the steamroller stops halfway and it's just like the torso yeah, of the tune so just hanging out? Oh, they're half steamrolled. Yeah. Not yeah. they're just half a tune. Oh, I wish yeah. I had well, a that different be? rating system. Eesh. Like one had been dipped halfway in the ditch. Oh, oh over? Lord bless us. That's terrifying. Us. Jeez. That's the world we live in. Well, the world they live in, at least. (laughs) Maybe we shouldn't have judges be working the streets. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely the main take of this movie, is like, judges should stay in the courts and not become uh, fully empowered executioners just wandering around. And also, they shouldn't be allowed to make individual investments. Our elected officials shouldn't be able to invest in infrastructure. There's clear issues there. A lot of issues there. It's a violation. Yeah. Also, they can't have their own posses. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Were those weasels just goons? Weasel. One of the weasels was called sergeant, so they were deputized in some way. Mm. Or his name was just sergeant. One of them had a straight up straight jacket on. That was like inappropriate. I mean, that was also very much like cartoons from the last 60 years. Yeah, like, oh, the crazy one. Mm. Oh, Lord. Um, I gave it a four. um, Thinking I'd really like it, um, but that it also was a turd that I shined, but still was pretty shiny. Um, I'm not sure about my metaphor anymore, but I did really like this, um, and I think four is right. I think I, I, I still enjoyed it. It, it did drag a little bit, um, but I also really appreciated it as a movie in equal parts to liking it. it it's I think it's a very imaginative movie, and I really like um, – you don't see a lot of kids' movies that hit this dark tone as at all or as well as this did. So, four. Good job. Molly, you gave it a one. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't remember why, but you also bet that you and Lyndon would swap scores, which yes. has failed. Right. In that he did not give it a one. You gave it a four? You gave it a four. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. But I mean, yeah. you could argue that if I was going for a five, 
that the one is like this was like the one <laughs> of me liking it, right? Yeah. yeah. Or five minus one is four. There That's you go. True. That's so I legit. took your one and then it subtracted from the five. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think watching this movie, I understood why my eighth grade self hated it. Mm-hmm. I got it. And um, uh, and I was honestly um, outraged, obviously, by uh, a lot of the parts, but also just deeply charmed. There were so many beautiful moments and dumb puns um, <laughs> that I just genuinely just re- like there's a one moment where he orders a drink on the rocks and he says oh, so bring me good. ice he clarifies and I was like oh wow and they still bring him rocks plus pun yeah. oh yeah. so good. good yeah there was just a really good line from Dolores when she catches him well, just finds him with Jessica in his office and she says something like oh you're dabbling in watercolors Eddie that's a good fucking line. It is a good line. Come on. Yeah. That's all. I think, yeah. I <laughs> think I learned what On the Rocks means from this movie. Nice. Because uh, I don't know. I didn't know much drink terminology at six years old otherwise. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you, yeah. Weren't, you weren't um, just like tossing them back. Tossing them back. Like, <laughs> I'll take a another, double. Yeah, it's all that milk. 30 yeah. years before I knew what neat meant. Mm. Sure. Yeah. I think means n- nothing. Yeah. No rock. No rocks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm sorry I for interrupting you, Molly. Oh no, that's great. No, I um I, I sympathized with my eighth grade self, but I was much more delighted this time around and I felt like it deserved way more than a one. Mm-hmm. And also, thank you listeners for voting on this movie because I honestly wouldn't have seen it again probably yeah. ever in my life. Right. Uh, this wasn't even on one of our lists. I hadn't thought about it and it was delightful and I really appreciate it. So thank you listeners. I give it a four. Wow. wow. What yeah. a climb. <laughs> Big climb. Yeah. Look at yeah. you. I thought I about think we should it all... a three and a half. But... Hey, you know, whatever, whatever you're feeling. You know what? We're feeling appreciative. So I just want to say that is. I think we should all take a moment to sympathize with our eighth grade selves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rough time. In eighth grade, I had time. one friend uh-huh. and I spent a lot of time just like sniffing the sewer grate behind the band what? room. What? Just being like, that's gross. What? Right? But like sniffing, like would you tell what someone you doing one it? friend? <laughs> This is our most revealing episode ever. What? what? Do you mean you would, like, would you tell someone, like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna sniff the grade," ha ha ha, or you just no, do it? Would just you know, you just wander around at recess or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and so we would go behind the band room where there was just like a manhole cover grate that went sure. to the sewer. Yeah, just hang out there and and be like, "This smells gross," uh-huh. and just you know, be thrilled by that. <laughs> wow! And where Shout is out that to friend Matt. Today? Something. Don't remember his last name. Rabbit. Yeah, Matt Rabbit. Matt Rabbit. Yeah. Then first day of ninth grade. Didn't mm-hmm. see him much that summer. First mm-hmm. day of ninth grade. He said he was going to go back to the behind the school and smoke cigarettes and did it when I come. And then we never spoke again. Probably. Oh, wow. At least never hung out. Oh, 
brought the hammer down. Was he down. riding on the back of a um, trolley? <laughs> yeah, he rode the trolley through my suburban town. Nice. <laughs> and you were just like, you know, I smoke cigarettes and play ball with the other kids. <laughs> you were like, oh, oh Daniel, <laughs> Maddie, we used to you smell want- sewers together. What happened? <laughs> You want to ride around a sand track and try to win your mom's life back? Because this is Whoa. Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> thank you. It took me a second. Oh, my God. I was trying to figure out, like, was Dan, like, a, into dirt bikes when he was a kid? What are we talking about? Oh, too dangerous. Yeah, right. Like the cigarette of bikes. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, we respect you, listeners. Uh, <laughs> And we're sorry. Sympathize with your eighth grade selves. Guide <laughs> uh, yourself. Cool it. Cool it. Creeps go to jail. Creeps go to jail. Um, Joe Prado. Uh, cartoons Prado can't have sexual intercourse. Uh, Molly and my parents are divorced. My parents are also divorced. Uh, send us pet pictures. Yeah. Appreciate it. Anything y'all. else? <laughs> Beth, you're the producer. That's, that's all, folks. Oh, <laughs> Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.